Hello, welcome to Prophecy Watchers. I'm Gary Stearman with a very special guest. In fact, his name is J.B. Hickson. You're going to meet him in just a second. He's written a book called Spirit of the Antichrist. Actually, two volumes. We're going to talk about volume one today. J.B. Hickson, welcome to Prophecy Watchers. Well, hey, Gary, so great to be here. Really, truly a highlight of our, of our ministry to be on your show today. Introduce yourself to our audience. Uh, yeah. What have, what, what have you done all these years? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Not By Works Ministries has been around since 1999, and our passion is the clarity, accuracy, and urgency of the gospel message. And we do that by just providing commentary and insights uh, on, on our world today and uh, emphasizing uh, Bible prophecy and God's plan of the ages. So, uh, yeah, just a delight. Been watching Prophecy Watchers for years and honored to be on the show. We watch the news. I'm sure you watch that everybody is, has their eyes on the television these days. Many channels. We're looking at uh, various uh, information outlets, and every time we look, every time we look, JB, it seems to get a little worse. What's happening? The whole premise of our uh, two-volume series is that the spirit of the Antichrist, the Apostle John tells us, is already at work in the world today, and he has been for 2,000 years. And the closer we get to the end times, the rapture and the tribulation period that follows it, the more of an upsurge we're going to see in all of uh, these types of satanic activities. And so we just kind of chart them out and demonstrate that, uh, yeah, depravity is a degenerative disease. It doesn't get better with time. Paul said things are getting worse and worse, 2 Timothy 3.13. And uh, so we're just trying to take current events, run it through the lens of Scripture, and, and help people be prepared. Now we're going to look at, uh, at J.B.'s book, and, and you start with a statement about the spirit of the Antichrist being in the world today, and, and you go back to Hitler, and it's fascinating how we go back to before World War II was in full bloom and come forward through the 40s and the 50s, <clears throat> and everything calmed down. Oh, we can take a breath now. We have world peace. <laughs> and since then, uh, the spirit of the Antichrist and Hitler's big lie have risen once again. Lead us like into the biblical view of, of what's happening. Yeah, so as I'm sure you've talked about before, uh, Satan is not om omniscient. So he does not have an all-knowing mind and he does not know when the rapture is going to happen. So he has to have his man of the hour on standby at the ready in every generation. And so I believe that uh, Satan and his human accomplices, the Luciferians, really thought that around World War II they could accomplish the full rollout of the one world system. Mm. And that's why we got the creation of the UN and things like that. Uh, of course, uh, they underestimated the power of freedom and the power of, of God's people and the power of the Spirit of God working in and through the church today. And uh, so they weren't able to quite get across the finish line there. Uh, but uh, Hitler was certainly uh, an Antichrist. Remember, 1 John 2.18 says that there are many Antichrists, little a, yeah. in the world today. Right. No question that Hitler was one of those. Um, so yeah, Satan is, is doing everything he can to, to bring about this complete uh, great satanic reset, as uh, the World Economic Forum now calls it, the Great Reset, and usher in a one-world political, uh, you know, geographic, religious, and economic system. You know, they're talking about not the Third Reich, but they're, they're talking about the Fourth Reich. Fourth Reich, Reich yeah. Meaning, and what is this Reich thing? Well, it's, it's the rise of a group of, let's call them elders. Yeah. Uh, they are guiding humanity to, to bigger and a bigger and better world where 
uh, well, we won't use oil because of global warming, and uh, we, we won't use gas stoves, right. and, and we're going to get our electricity from the sun, and we're not going to grow crops the way we did, and we're going to quit eating meat, and we're all going to be just wonderful people under the guidance of a new group of people that has arisen at the top. And your book, Spirit of the Antichrist, uh, illuminates that idea, I think, very well. Yeah, people need to understand there is a conspiracy. Satan <clears throat> conspired with fallen angels to overtake uh, God and, and to usurp the throne. God said, no way. He got banished from heaven and he immediately set his sights on God's created realm. And so for 6,000 years now, Satan has been trying to usher in this one world totalitarian control system. And his human accomplices in that, which King David talks about in Psalm 2, you know, they're conspiring together, trying to throw off the cords of God's control. Satan has control issues. He hates yeah. God and he hates being under God's uh, sovereign control. So he's trying to take over control himself. So, you know, the Luciferian uh, human element of this, they call it, you know, the technocracy, the fourth industrial revolution, the fourth Reich. And so they, they use different names and different terms, but it's all talking about the same thing, and that is full-spectrum planetary control at the behest of Satan. I've got my Bible open here to Ephesians chapter 6, and I know you've memorized verse 12, but I'm going to read it. <laughs> For those of you who wonder what we're talking about, it, it says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. What would those be? And against powers, what would those be? And against the rulers of darkness of the world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Well, what would those high places be? Yeah, exactly. See, I think, you know, there's a, there's a, a famous phrase or a common phrase, uh, gone but never forgotten. Well, I think when it comes to Satan, he's forgotten but never gone. And a lot of yeah. Christians don't really contemplate the reality of the spiritual warfare all around us and yeah. we are seeing signs of it everywhere you turn with the UFOs, the UAP, all kinds of uh, paranormal activity that's on the rise and it just shows that things are heating up and you know we know things are heating right. up on the earth ge geopolitically, drumbeats of war, China, Russia, North Korea, Taiwan, Iran, you name it. Uh, but when things are heating up on earth, Gary, it always means things are heating up in the heavenlies and we're seeing the stage being set for this final cosmic battle between God and Satan. Well, in other words, we're setting the stage, which by the way is a, is a uh, subtitle in, in your book. Uh, a stage is being set for a great drama. And in volume one, and, and, and then you elucidate in volume two, but I wanted to ask you about this stage that's being set. Because yeah. everybody is saying now it's, it's going to be so much better if you just let us go through with our plan. Where'd the plan come from? Yeah, it's a satanic plan. I mean, he's, uh, he's trying to roll out, a again, a new world order. Things are not getting better and better. They're getting worse and worse. They won't get better until the Prince of Peace, the King of Kings, the King of Righteousness comes back, takes the throne and ushers in, inaugurates the, the, the millennial phase of the kingdom. So, yeah, the stage being set is just a phrase that we use to talk about as, as believers in a pre-tribulational rapture. We believe in the doctrine of imminency. The, doc, the rapture will happen at any moment. But so we can't set a date. We don't know exactly when that'll be, but we certainly can and should be watching the stage being set. The props are being put in place. We don't know when that curtain's going to rise, but it, it you know, again, my studied opinion is it's going to be very soon. 
We're talking to J.B. Hickson, and I'd like to pause just for a minute to remind you that uh, we have a monthly magazine called The Prophecy Watchers, and we feature uh, articles uh, written by myself and many very knowledgeable guests, and I'm going to tell you right now, or pause and, and let someone else <laughs> tell you how you can get The Prophecy Watcher. Everything that we're doing at Prophecy Watchers is vital because Bible prophecy is coming to pass right before our eyes. And it has never been more important for believers to understand what the Bible says about the days that we are living in. In case you haven't noticed, the whole world is spinning out of control. But we are not surprised because many of the things taking place were prophesied in the Bible thousands of years ago. That's why we want to offer you a very special subscription to our magazine, The Prophecy Watcher, that will keep you on the cutting edge of Bible prophecy. Stay informed on prophetic world events. Follow the nuclear threats from Russia and Iran, China's march to world domination, the likelihood of another global pandemic, the rise of artificial intelligence and transhumanism, war in the Middle East, the UFO phenomenon, and the latest technology preparing the world for the mark of the beast. The Prophecy Watcher magazine features articles from leading prophecy experts like Gary Stearman, Mondo Gonzalez, Thomas Ice, Randall Price, L.A. Marzulli, Bill Salas, and many others. With your gift of $50 or more to support the worldwide outreach of Prophecy Watchers, you will receive 12 issues of the magazine in either print or digital format. You will also receive 10 bonus DVDs that feature in-depth teaching on the ancient book of Enoch, heaven and the new Jerusalem, the biblical case for the rapture, a look at how God put the gospel in the stars, what really happened at the Tower of Babel, and Ezekiel's prophecy on the battle of Gog and Magog, this special offer is available anywhere in the United States with free shipping included. Don't wait. Pick up the phone right now and call the toll-free number on your screen or visit us at prophecywatchers.tv. Stand with us today and help us take the message of Christ's soon return to the whole world. We are talking about a Luciferian conspiracy. In fact, uh, you use that that term, and, and I like uh, one thing here that that you have uh, the Luciferic conspiracy diagrammed, and you have on one of the pages of your book a diagram yeah. showing the forces that are at work. I like that diagram. Yeah. So the, the word conspiracy has been weaponized, and by the way, we talk about in the book we can go back and trace the origins of the term conspiracy theory to a CIA memo that was uh, declassified and it came out after the JFK assassination. They needed a way to discredit those who recognized that uh, the uh, official Warren Commission statement about JFK was false. And so they said, well, let's just call them conspiracy theorists. And ever since then, that term has become a pejorative term. But the reality is a conspiracy, Gary, is just two or more individuals working together for nefarious means. And the greatest conspiracy of all is Satan, demons, and human agents working together, conspiring to try to overthrow God and usher in a one world system. So we do diagram out the human element of that. We talk about those uh, six or seven families that are actually 
communicating directly with Satan. They pray to him. They worship him the way we pray to God Almighty. They think that in the Genesis account, Satan is the hero and God is the antagonist. They yeah. dedicate their books to Lucifer. He's their God. And then uh, at the second tier, there's all kinds of organizations and groups that m most of them know that they're part of a satanic conspiracy. A lot of them don't. It's kind of a need-to-know basis. And then at the bottom tier, you've got all kinds of globalist organizations and, and governments that are working together, and they have no idea that they're part of a larger agenda. Now, the, the East, uh, we hear about China all the time, and we, we hear about India and we, as we come back toward the Middle East. And... Every new uh, New Year, every Chinese New Year, I, I watch the you know the marching in the street of the great dragon, and it's it's always puzzled me why don't people actually admit to the fact that there are uh, a lot of individuals who worship that dragon. Yeah, and that dragon has a history. Yes, and and you by the before we came on today, uh, JB mentioned to me a, a little anecdote about the dragon, which I thought was very interesting. Yeah, it, it's interesting. You go back to the Genesis account in Genesis three, and of course uh, we see the temptation of Eve. And most people, well, if you ask them who tempted Eve, they'll say Satan. Yeah. But the reality is, you can search the entire book of Genesis, and you'll never find a single reference to Satan or the devil, because the term that's used there is serpent. Now we know that the serpent is Satan because yeah. you come to Genesis chapter 12 and God's Word tells us that serpent of old who is the devil and Satan. So we know it's Satan, but the original battle was between uh, Satan in the form of a serpent and Eve. And then Genesis 3.15, of course, uh, the very famous passage where God promises when, he, when He's talking to Satan after the temptation, after the fall, and He says, look, you may strike his heel talking about the Messiah, Christ, the, the eternal Son of God, but someday He's going to crush your head. And that really began the battle. At that moment, the battle lines were drawn between the seed of the woman, a, a messianic reference there to the virgin birth of Christ, and ultimately uh, the Antichrist who is part of that unholy trinity in the seven-year tribulation, but Satan, the Antichrist, and the false prophet. Wow. J.B. Hickson, his book, Spear of the Antichrist. And one of the things I, I liked about your book is that you, uh, as you get toward the end of the book, you, you put things into a diagrammatic kind of, a, 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 of an understandable way. And you talk about global economics. You talk about the, the current uh, movement. And I guess you could call it an underground movement in, in global currency and, and global ideas. Uh, and there are four or five names that are usually mentioned in conjunction with that yeah. giant cons conspiracy. But, yeah. but what's Satan actually doing? Yeah, I think he's the great deceiver. Jesus said uh, in John 8 that everything he speaks is a lie because that's all he knows. All he can do is speak a lie. He's the great deceiver. And so I think he's using every battlefront, uh, whether it's big pharma, big tech, uh, and by the way, we get into CBDCs, the central bank digital currencies, the, the digital technocracy, uh, hacking and tracking of, of humanity on every level, implants, all of that, to show what Satan and the uh, Antichrist and false prophet are going to be doing after the rapture to try to gain control. See, God, God already controls the earth. He's sovereign, right? Satan isn't. If he's yeah. going to control the earth, he needs help. And that's what, that's what we cover in the book. And uh, and do a good job of it too. And we have uh, 
I would say, in fact, in, in, uh, in chapter 10 of your book, and I made some notes as I read through it, uh, you talk about the, the deceptions that various power groups are using to make people think that, well, we're doing this, but no underground, we're really doing this other thing. And Satan, I think, works e exceedingly uh, efficiently in that area. Oh, yeah, yeah. So in addition to being a liar, he's a murderer. In that same verse, yeah. Jesus said the same thing. So Satan loves death. Um, Proverbs says, all who, God says, all who hate me love death. Satan and his human counterparts love death. That's why we have the depopulation agenda, the eugenics agenda. And they are trying to get this Earth's population down to a manageable level for them so that when they roll out what they see as their utopia, their satanic kingdom, uh, they can have just enough people to serve the elites, the adepts, they call it, and then the rest are dispensable. You know, uh, Yuval Noah Harari recently said, and I cite him, uh, address him in the book, uh, that you know, uh, basically God is already dead. It's just taken a while to bury the body. And, uh, and he's a blasphemous man. Uh, Klaus Schwab's a right-hand man. And so they're trying to do everything they can to kill people. Harari said, we, need, you know, we don't need all these people. They're in the way. We have too many people. They're, yeah. Yeah. We're breathing too much oxygen yeah. and exhaling too much carbon dioxide, right? Right, right. And, yeah, and God said man's made in his image. There's the <laughs> sanctity of life. He know? designed the earth. Amen. Now, would God have designed the earth with the, the wrong atmosphere that had to be repaired by a bunch of people from Europe? Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Al Gore. Don't forget Al. Yeah. Never forget that. Yeah. So, yeah. But. Again, I think we're all watching and we're kind of, uh, I think as a people in America, we're news hounds, we're news hawks. Mm -hmm. Because what's happened today? Did you hear about this? Did you hear about this? What happened? I don't know about you, but when I, I look at, at the daily news, uh, my blood begins to run a little cold these yeah. days. Am I alone in that? No, not at all. And you know, part of the problem is we're watching the daily news, right? I mean, it's all <laughs> controlled. We talk about Operation Mockingbird in the book. Yeah. And uh, so right. you, you really have to recognize and run everything you hear through the controlled state-run media through the lens of Scripture. And, and be careful, be not deceived, you know? That's, that's a tough task in these days, yeah. Now, okay, and I'm gonna put the onus on you and give us the, a two or three minute statement on how not to be deceived. And I want you to talk to our audience. Yeah. And, and who have been kind of saying, what do I do? I'm, I'm helpless. Yeah, so the, one of the final chapters in volume one of Spirit of the Antichrist, and by the way, if, if uh, viewers want to kind of learn more about it, they can go to spiritoftheantichrist.org, spiritoftheantichrist.org, and I kind of outline the chapters in there and the table of contents, and you can even read the entire preface just to kind of get a taste for what's in it. But one of the final chapters in volume one deals with the remedy for deception. And I think it goes back to understanding Satan's MO, going all the way back to Genesis 3. He's not creative. He's doing the same old things he's done for 6,000 years. And if you understand his approach, then you can see it coming more clearly. And his approach, first of all, is to question truth and then to uh, mis, uh, you know, kind of provide misinformation and twist the truth a little bit, change it a little bit. And then eventually he directly contradicts truth. And then once he's done that, then he's kind of got you. And then, and then he just encourages you to, you know, to, to believe him and act on this false information. So I think uh, we've got to shine the light on it and, and we've got to get to know the truth. And that means getting to know the Word of God. You know, the more we know the yeah. Word of God as the standard, 
the, the more we'll be able to recognize the, the imposter, the, the, the fake uh, that Satan's putting forth. Bible says male and female he created them, and I want you to comment on the current gender crisis yeah. that's going on. It's going on in our public schools, our universities, corporations. There is this strange yeah. uh, drive to try to tamper with ages-old ideas about gender. I think it's one of the most demonic attacks on Christianity and God in our day because again it cuts right to the heart of the image of God and man. Genesis 1, 26 and 27 as you said uh, he created a male and female and so Satan is trying to conquer language, he's trying to conquer gender, he's trying to conquer life uh, that's what the whole transhumanism movement is about. He's trying to become God. And one of the many reasons that, that I and so many other uh, prophecy experts think the time is short is that it seems like he's, he's, he's already conquered so many frontiers. The one frontier he'll never be able to, create, to, to conquer, of course, is creating life ex nihilo, out of nothing. Uh, they're trying to create this bio-digital convergence, this artificial intelligence. They're trying to create life. You know, if someone asked Elon Musk, uh, does God exist? And he said, well, not yet. We haven't created him, but we're getting there, you know. And so they're wanting to literally create a God in the image of man. And I think when we get that close, and he's, he's conquered gender, I think we, we, we just have to say, come Lord Jesus. Well, you know, can't be much longer, you know. You're listening to J.B. Hickson. Uh, I'd like to pause for just a moment and... Uh, uh, let you know about uh, a product that I think you'd be interested in. Reading the daily headlines requires a strong constitution. Life seems to get a little more bizarre every day. Our world seems to be increasingly controlled by a small group of so-called elites who make the rules, most of the time against the will of the people. The internet, Satellites and government systems of control have created a surveillance society where our every move is tracked and analyzed. Open borders, trillions of dollars in debt, gender confusion, rampant crime, homelessness, media corruption. Can America survive all of this? Prophecy Watchers exists to warn people of these perilous times and to help people understand that the things happening today were spoken of by Jesus and the prophets some 2,000 years ago. So don't be discouraged. God has made a way for us to escape this impending disaster. J.B. Hickson's two books, The Spirit of the Antichrist, Volumes 1 and 2, may be the most explosive books we've ever offered. Each volume is available for your gift of $30 or more, with shipping included anywhere in the USA. When you purchase both volumes in the Spirit of the Antichrist package for $60 or more, highly recommended, we'll send you a free bonus book by Ron Rhodes, Jesus in the End Times, What He Said and What the Future Holds. If video is your preferred choice, JB has produced 18 studies on 10 DVDs. His complete DVD set and the bonus book are available for your gift of $60, with shipping included anywhere in the USA. If you'd like all three books, plus the 10 DVDs, the Spirit of Deception package is available for your gift of $100. Place your order 24-7 or visit our website at prophecywatchers.tv. 
People have questions about the future, and JB's books and DVDs have the answers we're all looking for. He warns us of things to come, but just like Jesus, he shows us a way to escape. Call that number on your screen today and support the important work at Prophecy Watchers. I'd love for you to join us at our upcoming Prophecy Conference in sunny Orlando, Florida, March 2nd through the 5th, just a few short weeks away. Join us in person or through our worldwide live streaming feed. Well over a thousand people will be joining us from America and from all over the world. So visit prophecywatchers.com and click on the banner to register for this exciting conference. And we're back with J.B. Hickson. And I'll tell you what, J.B., as you were talking, <clears throat> I, I started thinking about the next big, I think, opportunity for Satan to strike, and that's in mass communications. We've seen all the social networking and how it can be corrupted. We, we're putting hundreds of satellites into the air, and their sole occupation is to sort of spy on humanity, cross-communicate. It's crazy what's going on, and I think Satan is using that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and things like Neuralink and uh, digital implants that will allow us to communicate without even using words. Um, yeah. I, I talk about that extensively in this series, and it's kind of frightening when you think about it. If the Lord tarries is coming, the kinds of things that they're already capable of doing that, uh, that we, will, we will have to live through. And that, that's one of the things that I encourage believers to think about. You know, we believe in the rapture. We believe it's pre-tribulational. That's what the Bible teaches. But that doesn't mean that we might not have to endure suffering. We won't be here during the great day of the Lord's wrath, that seven-year tribulation period, Daniel's 70th week. That's a promise, 1 Thess 1, 10 and 5, 9. But we, we certainly could be here if the Lord tarries is coming through some pretty difficult times. Indeed, if you look back through 2,000 years of church history, our brothers and sisters in Christ have endured unspeakable persecution. We've been shielded from that for the most part in America. Right. We have. But Satan's crosshairs are set right on America. He has to destroy America before he can usher in the global government. America is the one remaining thing standing in the way of Satan's plan. And so, any number of ways that could happen, and I'm not trying to, you know, be a doomsday type person, but I think it, you know, Proverbs 22.3 says that a wise person sees trouble coming and prepares for it. So we need to both look up and be watchful and expect that blessed hope, but at the same time we need to be prepared, because if the Lord tarries His coming, we, we want to be around long enough to, to do the work of the Lord and share the gospel. And if we look toward Israel, and we always watch to see what's happening with Israel, uh, you're looking at a part of the map that's really interesting. Up, up in the north we have Ukraine and Russia, uh, Gog maybe, mm -hmm. who knows, and, yeah. and Meshach and Tubal, yeah. uh, Ezekiel 38, and then you come south uh, through uh, Turkey, and you go down to Syria and down into the Middle East and toward Israel and all the way past the Mediterranean and down toward Egypt. And if you watch that today, if you have a map by your chair and just open the map and look at that area, it's absolutely, uh, what's the word? It's more than unstable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the prophetic implications of what's going on with Russia 
and uh, Ukraine right now are astounding. It, it, it reads right from the pages of Ezekiel 38 and 39, as you said. Uh, again, we can't say for sure, no. but it sure seems like the stage is being set, you know? Well, we call ourselves the prophecy watchers, and we <laughs> are indeed watching, I think, with more uh, fervor today than ever before. J.B. Hickson, may the Lord bless your work. Amen. Thank you for having me on. And thanks for coming and visiting us. I'm Gary Stearman. Hey, you keep watching. We are. Thanks for joining us on Prophecy Watchers. You can find us on the web at prophecywatchers.com where you can sign up for our free email newsletter.